hello my siblings in christ so i am recording this youtube video on my fast if you hear my voice that i sound sick it is because i'm definitely getting over a sickness um but i wanted to come on here and i wanted to um speak to something that the lord had revealed to me and what he revealed to me is that you know, regardless of our shortcomings he uses us and he will use us to do the things that he said that he wanted to do in the earth and where he revealed this to me was in matthew chapter 11 and it is between verses 1 through 6 and so it reads after jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples he went on from there to teach and preach in the towns of galilee when john who was in prison heard about the deeds of the messiah he sent his disciples to ask him are you the one who is to come or should we expect someone else jesus replied go back and report to john what you hear and see the blind receive sight the lame walk those who have leprosy are cleansed, the death hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. So what God revealed to me in this scripture is that he uses unworthy people all the time. And so I'm going to explain this in the way that it was revealed to me because also in the same scripture he mentions that um, for when he was talking about John, he says, Truly I tell you, in verse 11, Among these born of women that were not risen, anyone greater than John the Baptist yet, whoever is least in the kingdom is greater than he. So what he revealed to me, going back to verse 2, when John said, um, when it says in verse 2, When John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah, he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect anyone else? So what God revealed to me is that John the Baptist was experiencing doubt. So he was experiencing doubt, and I know that there is a lot of people that can relate to this, because I know that I can relate to John when it is... Um, when you know that God has spoken something or he's giving you a vision or he's giving you a dream or he's giving you something that is valuable and you still doubt whether God told you that that was the thing that he wanted you to do or if that was the thing that he called you to or whatever the case may be, like you doubt God because you are unsure on how to hear him clearly and that is something that like that's been happening for me in my fast I know is I've been fasting for clarity and um just asking God to just reveal things to me like very uncertain sometimes in regards to if I'm really hearing God's voice or if it's the enemy's voice like really wanting to know what is God and what he revealed to me is that everything that I did here was from him like every single desire that I've had every single thing that um that he told me every dream that he's given me every vision that he's given me like those all were him and I did not mishear him and so he and it's so crazy how God works because I remember just a week before my fast started and God was like, let's go on a date. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's go on a date, God. And so I have fun going on this date because anytime I go on a date with God, and I know that might sound crazy to some people, but um, literally you don't have to do anything alone when it comes to being in relationship with God. But I call myself um, going on a date with God and he is so sweet because he romances you the whole time and he just pours into you and you just feel so connected to him and he's like you know just the best friend that you you could ever have and so we went out and like you know I let him choose the places and he always he knows what I like so we just go 
where he leads me and I remember like just feeling like it was just too good to be true to be on a date with God like feeling like it was true too good to be true to be loved by him being it was too good to be true any of the things that he's spoken to me and I remember as I was getting in the car from leaving one of the grocery stores that I had went to because that was a part of our date and um he said I we need to work on this unbelief and I was like yeah we do because (laughs) I don't think that I can believe in everything because I don't know what it is you and I don't know what's not you and so um it's not a coincidence that two days ago on Saturday he had me in Matthew 11 and it just stuck out to me that what God was saying in that verse two is that um his children struggle with unbelief and that this is, and we're not the only ones. Like this is not the first time that he's encountered this. Like there's many times there were prophets in the Bible who had struggled with something that was a shortcoming that, that basically took away from just acknowledging that God is who he says he is and he can do what he said he can do. Um, even in, um, and if you think about the story of Moses, when he was supposed to speak to the rock for water to flow but he struck it instead like being disobedient to god because due to fear that was his um his portion was fear even though that was not of god and so um because god he was being disobedient along with the israelites on this journey many times um but that was the point that god was like yeah you're not going into the promised land because i've been trying to get you to work on this disbelief and you just not getting there and of course none of us want to be like that none of us want to end up like moses none of us want to miss the promised land or miss being in in where we're supposed to be because of our disobedience and so having knowing that having faith is the only thing that pleases god means that the enemy is going to come for your faith he's not going to really come for the things that um that you have like yes he'll attack you through those things but he's going to come through your faith because he knows that your faith and what you believe God for and believing that God is who he says he is and knowing that you can tap into this power at any time like you always have limited access to God's power and you have authority as a heir to the throne to ask God for things and to let him reveal things to be used by God like you have authority to speak to mountains but because the enemy knows that we have that authority, he's going to come over, come after our faith and try to take away the things that God has spoken to us, the dreams and the desires that God has placed out on the inside of us and tell us that that is not true and give us a perverse or a perversion of what God said and want you to believe that and want you to grow angry with God over something like that because he's trying to distort and he's trying to change and manipulate the image of God. He doesn't want you to know how good God truly is because he already knows he lost. So um, that was just a little side tangent, but definitely very important to this scripture and this message that um, I felt led to record and post. But basically God knows that his children struggles with doubt but that does not take away the fact that he is still going to use them to do things that glorify his name and glorify his kingdom and um then it says in verse four it says Jesus replied or four through six Jesus replied go back and report to John what you hear and see the blind receive sight the lame walk those who have leprosy are cleansed the death hear the dead are raised and the good news is proclaimed to the poor blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me and so when I was reading this portion of the scripture what I realized is that God was giving clarity he was giving clarity to John he was letting John know 
Like, yes, I am who I say I am. So God is not a God that's, that I've been saying this before and I'll keep saying it again. God cares about the things that you're confused about. God cares about the things that confuses us. He cares about the things that um, make us feel like we don't hear God or that we don't know what God is saying. Like God cares about those things. When he, John, it started with a question. When it started with a question, he literally asked the Messiah, are you who you say you are? And Jesus said that the blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the death hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. And even in the middle of this text, what God is just speaking to me, and what I'm just now revealing, is that sometimes God will send messengers to do it. Sometimes it won't come directly from God. Sometimes God will use other people to send to let the message be known what he is speaking, what he is saying to confirm the things that he has been saying. It says that Jesus replied, go back and report to John. So even though he sent his disciples, Jesus could have went to the prison and answered John himself. He could have went to the prison and said to John, yes, I am who I say I am. He could have showed him, showed himself to John there. He didn't have to send anybody. But that is what he did because I think he wanted us to see that he sends messengers to answer questions in regards to the things that we're confused about. So um, then he's replied, go back and report to John. So he was giving him clarity, giving him insight, giving him um, like just letting him know like the good things that you that, you know, that have been spoken to you. The prophecies are being fulfilled like I am who I say I am. And he wasn't even upset. He didn't get upset with John. Like, he knew that it was an honest question. Like, he cared so much about what what his child was going through, what John was going through, that doubt that he was experiencing. Because John, his heart posture was to truly serve the Messiah. He was paving the way. He was being used by God. He really, really, truly wanted to serve the Messiah. And so I think, in a way, I will say that it is a very beautiful question that John had. Are you the one who is to come or should we expect someone else? Like he truly desired to genuinely know the answer to his question. And Jesus saw that. And so he didn't respond to him and say, you fool. Like, yes, I am who I am. He said, go back and report to John what you hear and see. These things are happening. The prophecy are being fulfilled and I am who I say I am. And then he says, in this last point of scripture, Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. And so when I read this point in the scripture in um, 6, what this made me realize is that Jesus does not cause us to stumble. So that that was him giving clarity in regards to how you know that something is him. Because all good, good gifts come from God, all good things come from God. If it is not good and it causes you to stumble, if it causes you to sin, if it causes, if it is anything other than good, then it is not God. But God only gives good gifts. And so um, it was also that little point, it just seemed like it was just so distant from the rest of the text. Like it felt like he was saying like, yes, I am who I say I am. And then he was also saying like, blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. And so it just felt um, like he, it just felt like in the text that that was just separate in a way but what God revealed to me was that was just him saying like him further explaining his point that he was who he said he is because because those who believe in him because those who have faith in him they will not stumble and when he is calling you to do something you will not stumble when he's calling you to be a part of something you will not stumble because 
that was God. And if you do stumble, then you'll know that that's not God. And if you, you know, like, even though we have to be very cautious, we don't just want to rush to do anything. We want to be able to discern that something is God and really want to know that it is God. And we have to have that spirit of discernment. And, you know, the Bible says the sheep, my sheep know my voice. Like, basically when you're connected with God, you do know his voice. And then sometimes we doubt that we hear God's voice, but you do know his voice and you'll know that it was him because it will not, you will not stumble doing it. Um, so this was what this scripture had revealed to me. I don't really have, um, a long word to share with you today. I just wanted to just bring on here. Cause I felt like this was so important. It was a revelation that hit me so hard that God cares about he cares about you and he cares about you thinking that just because you have a shortcoming just because you experience doubt just because you experience fear just because you experience things that that take away uh, from the the faith and the belief that God is who he says he is that that means that God cannot still prove to you that he is who he says he is that God is too like nothing is too hard for God but of course the enemy is going to try to tell you that because you feel this way then you are not going to be used by God but God is still going to use you regardless if you having those feelings and those emotions because that is how good he is and he is able to every single time that you have doubt that you have fear that you have any feelings that take away that is supposed to be used to take away from your faith in believing who God is who he says he is that God is still strong enough to be able to bring you back to him, to bring you revelation, to bring you fresh revelation, to give you strength in regards to who he said that he is. And he will remind you because that's how much he loves you. But he wants you to be genuine about the things that you struggle with. Like if you pretend like it's not a problem, he's not going to address it. But he wants you to be so open and so honest, even when it comes to the ugliest parts of yourself, even when it comes to like, God, yes, I'm doubting that you said that this car is mine. I'm doubting that you said that this house is mine i'm doubting that you said that you were going to give me a promotion next year like that a promotion was coming or that you gave me a specific date that something was would happen i am doubting that you said it because i'm struggling with my belief if you don't god can't help you unless you reveal it that if you reveal that you're struggling with that thing and so that is my message and my word for you in this video and i just pray and, and i encourage you because i'm speaking to myself as well but i pray and i encourage you to go before the father and let him know in the areas where you're experiencing doubt or fear or, or anxiety or things that are taken away from your belief so that he can help you and transform it into something else so that you can um really experience all that God has for you and continue to have this relationship as you walk with him. So that is all. I love you and I hope you have a blessed rest of your day.